Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Double Tech Podcast. My name is Hannah. Hi, and I'm Mev. And today we have a special guest. Hi, Brandon, aka B Scoby. How are you doing tonight? Um, I'm doing good. How about you guys? Yeah, we're doing good. Just excited to talk about basketball today. Yeah, we're just going to talk about some NBA news. There's been a lot of young players to get some contract extensions like Kyle Kuzma, Luke Kennard, Derek White, OG Nanobi, Johnson and Isaac, Markel Fultz. But the biggest one of them all was Rudy Gobert got a contract, contract extension worth five years, $205 million. It's the third highest contract in NBA history. What do you guys feel about that? I think it's absolutely ridiculous. He is the highest paid center ever now, like even more than Shaq and all the legends. And he's not even the best center right now. Nikola Jokic is better, Joel Embiid. Yeah, I don't think he should have gotten that much money. Brandon, what do you think about it? I don't really think they had a choice but to pay him, considering the situation that they're in right now. They just gave Donovan Mitchell a huge contract, and they want to keep him happy. So I feel like they were forced to give him his contract, or else Donovan would have requested a trade. Or yeah, he would have exactly. walked or something like that. So, mm-hmm, because if you let's say you let go of Rudy Gobert and you go from the top defense in the league to one of the worst, and you just consistently start losing the playoffs over the next couple of years, like you said, Donovan Mitchell would be he'd start to get more upset, and then eventually he'd want to leave too. And the Jazz are like they're just in a terrible situation, and yeah, he is overpaid. Like that's an outrageous contract, but at the end of the day, they did what they had to do in that regard. So. Okay, let's shift gears here. So, um, let's talk about the season. It's starting very soon, and yeah, I'm excited to see like some rookies, um, some then some new additions on some teams, how they'll play. Bleacher Report posted some Rookie of the Year odds that I want to talk about. Um, they have Lamelo Ball, Obi Toppin, Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, and Killian Hayes top five. Mev, what do you feel about that? I know. They ranked Lamelo first. I don't, I don't understand. He this man shot twenty six percent from the field and turned the ball over over three times a game. I think that's just gonna show how much he's gonna be like. He's not. He's gonna turn over a lot. He's not gonna be rookie of the year. I don't think. Okay, Brandon. Who do you think has been like the most impressive rookie? This- we like what Killian Hayes has done so far. I also like Obi Toppin as well. I also really like Patrick Williams. I've been watching him closely since they played the Thunder a couple times, and he's looked really solid as well. Yeah, Patrick Williams look re- looks really good to me too. Yeah, like a lot of people clowned the Bulls for taking him fourth, and I I, I didn't see that either. To be honest, I was kind of shocked when they picked him fourth, but it turned. I, I think that'll turn out great for them. He looks like a really solid NBA player. He's really M- NBA ready. And and what do you think about your rookie Theo? <laughs> he's very poised. I'm very excited to watch him. I hope he gets a lot of minutes. Yeah, I think he, he probably can because you guys are like team full of young guys. Your coach will probably try out, you know, how things go there. I know Emmanuel quickly like had like one great game, but like I don't I see like him starting for the, this season and like like potentially making an all an all rookie team. Um, like you guys think that too, right? Absolutely not. I think <laughs> New York Knicks fans, their rookie has one good game and they all flip out. I I don't see the hype there. I'm sorry, Hannah. Sorry to burst her bubble. I don't think he's gonna be first team did you say first team no i said he'll make an all rookie team well there's only two rookie teams so maybe but nah i still don't see it Sorry. he's a really good he's a really great shooter so yeah i think if, if if he'll start and he'll get opportunities i think he can definitely like you know make a rookie team 
and OB too. I know he'll have to like back Julius Randle up, but if he can average like over 20 points per game, like a little over that, then I think he can contend too for that. Brandon, what are your expectations for the Thunder this season? I feel like we're going to be at the bottom, probably the 15th seed. I'm not really expecting a whole lot this season. I just want our young guys, Baisley, Dort, SGA. I just want them to make strides from last year, see improvement from them and the other young guys. I'm expecting a, a big leap from Darius Baisley. He's probably the most exciting player, the player I'm looking forward to watching the most. I'm expecting him to be in most improved conversations this season. I really yeah. like what he's done so far in the preseason, in the three yeah, games he he's looked, played. Yeah, and he looked really good in the bubble, too. Like, he has some great games in the bubble, too. And so did um, Dort. And I'm excited to see your young guys, too. Because you guys have a really young team. And you guys just lost, like, Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, Danilo, like, all these veterans. And you guys have probably be, like, the worst team in the West this season. But... Yeah, you guys can also get enough, more great talents with all your draft picks and stuff like that. We'll be back in one minute, guys. We're going to introduce a quick commercial break. If you'd like to hear your advertisement on the next episode of the Double Tech Podcast, contact us at Double Tech Pod on Twitter and Instagram or email us at thedoubletech at gmail.com for any business inquiries. Now let's get into some start bench cut scenarios. Who would you start bench or cut between Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown, and Chris Middleton? Start bench cut. Um, I would start Chris Middleton, bench Jalen Brown, and cut Brandon Ingram. Yeah, and I don't think that's like a knock to um, Brandon Ingram. I think he's like a very special young talent. But like, I feel like Chris and Jalen Brown can just do more. They can also drop like 20 a game and play some great defense, especially Brown. And like going to this season, I think Jalen Brown could maybe be better than both of these guys. Yeah, I agree with both of you. I would start Chris, bench Jalen Brown, and cut Ingram. I just think it's really close between... Ingram and Brown, it's not like Brown is way better. But if Brown takes a leap this season, then yeah, he could be up to Chris Middleton. But from now, I think Chris Middleton, I would start him a hundred times over. I would start the other two. Yeah, like last year, Middleton averaged like 21 points per game on almost 50-40-90 and some pretty good defense too. So I think he's definitely the way to go Like if you want to start anyone here because he, he was definitely better for going off last season. Okay, let's hear the next one. Who would you start bench or cut between D'Angelo Russell, Jalen Brown, and Zach Levine? Okay, Mev, do you want to take over this one? <laughs> okay, everyone knows I'm starting Zach Levine. I'm benching Jalen Brown, and I'm cutting D'Lo. I'm starting Zach because Zach is a better scorer than both of them. He's a better playmaker than both of them. He's a better leader than both of them. And I think anyone with a right mind would take Zach over both of them. Jalen Brown is really close, though, like, to Zach. He's better than him at defense, but I think that's pretty much the only thing. Yeah, I agree. I would also start Zach Levine and bench Jalen Brown and cut D'Lo. Like Mev said, it's really close. Uh, Zach Levine does, I feel like he does more on offense, offensively. Of course, on defense, Jalen Brown is a lot better. But for now and probably the future, I would take Levine over Browns and start Zach Levine. Yeah, like usually people's argument against Zach and Brown is that oh Brown's a third option, he averages twenty. Like if you put Zach on the Celtics, 
he wouldn't even be the third option. He'd be like the second option, maybe even first. Actually, not first, but definitely second option. Also, most teams' defenses, when they're playing against the Celtics, their their focus is not Jalen Brown. Every team that plays the Bulls, who do they guard? They guard Zach, and Zach still puts up 26 points per game. I'm taking Zach. But between Jalen Brown and D'Lo, that's more close, I think. Okay, I'm going to yeah. have to disagree with both of you because, like, I don't know why. I'm, like, really high on Jalen Brown. I feel like, yes, he can s- score. He can average 20 as a third option. And, like, like you said, maybe the defenses don't focus on him, but he can definitely hit his shots. He's very reliable. And his defense, I feel like Zach is, like, a bottom defender in the league. You have to keep that in mind. Um, Brown is, like, way, like, world's in a way better defender, too. And I feel like I'll take Brown because I feel like he can do more. Like I said, the only thing Brown can do better than Levine is defense, and Zach gets better at defense every single year. He really isn't as bad as people make him out to be. He's good at he's averages like two point something steals, and he does try like very hard every time on defense. He doesn't half ass defense like people think he does. And like I said, I think he's getting better every year. I feel like if you like ask like a lot of general managers and stuff like that, like who would you rather have, Zach Levine or Jalen Brown? I feel like they they all tell you Jalen Brown. I I disagree. I think they tell you Zach because they want someone who's flashy, who can score, who's a good playmaker, who who can also be like a good second or first option. So I think it's tight. Like I said, it's not like Zach is way better, but I think he's better. Okay, um, we can go on to the next one. Who would you start bench and cut between Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving, and Paul George? I feel like um, Jimmy Butler is definitely like the... Uh, a universal starter out of these three like like if you don't start him out of these three you're wrong yeah jimmy butler deserves his respect he was able to go to the heat people like i know like from what i remember a lot of people didn't even have like the heat being like a top six seed like no one expected them to like they were the fifth seed but he was able to lead them all the way to the finals win six games against lebron they they were missing guan Dragic, their leading scorer they were they missed bamps for some games and you know, he just makes everyone around him better. He's a um, more complete, better player than both of these guys. And yeah, I think he's definitely better than both of these guys. And who would you guys bench? Because I know us three are probably all starting Jimmy Butler. Benching between Kyrie and PG-13 is, like, really hard. Like, Kyrie hasn't played last season. And before that, he was on the Celtics. And obviously, he didn't succeed there. Like, he didn't do his best. And... Paul George, the last time he was really good was when he was on the Thunder. Um, top three in MVP voting. He made a defensive team. Was so, also top three in defensive player of the year voting too. Yeah, that's what I meant. So it's like hard to say because neither of them have had a really good season recently, but this is really hard. Brandon, who would you bench between those yeah. two? I would bench Paul George. I know he has had his playoff struggles in these last couple of playoffs, but I really feel like he kind of brings more to the table than Kyrie yeah. does defensively. I know he's not as good, as great of a playmaker as he is, but he gets the job done. I feel like the Paul George disrespect has kind of gone out of hand. I feel like he only remembered for his game seven against Denver when in all the other games he actually played pretty well, except for the last game, of course. But I yeah, know. I think I would bench Paul George. Yeah, but like playoff wise, Kyrie's way better than Paul George. Paul George is that's like, why we call him playoff P. Like, 
he underperforms. He lets everyone down. That's why he gets hate. You're but, right. Like, it is excessive, but but like honestly, like if this is Hana now, honestly, if we're like being honest, both of their recent playoffs has haven't been that well. Like Kyrie was against that in that Buck series was horrendous. <laughs> Kyrie's a second option. Paul George is a second option, and as a second option, I think I trust Kyrie, and I think Kyrie's a lot better as a second option. Yeah, but we like, all know Ky- Kyrie can't be like a main option, but like now Paul George is a second option to Kawhi Leonard. But Kyrie's recently, a second option. Kyrie was on the Celtics. He was not a great first option, and Paul George. Yeah, but like I'm talking about right now, 2020 to 2021, they're both second options. And who's better as a second option? I think Kyrie's gonna be outstanding this year. See, we know Paul George is bad in the playoffs, but during regular season, he's a good second second option. He's gonna put up good numbers and help them win games. You know, I think Kyrie will too if he stays healthy. I think I think Kyrie will be better, and I think he's better right now. Brandon, you said Paul George is better, right? Yes. Okay, so we're all like mixed on this one. Um, but like obviously Jimmy Butler is gonna be starting out of those two. Kyrie and um PG are very close. Like they're both bashed by the media. People try to make it seem like they're trash, even though they're not at all. They're both argu- arguably top 15, 16 players in the league. Okay, now let's go on to the next one. The next one is between John Morant, De'Aaron Fox, and Jamal Murray. Who would you start, bench, and cut? If this is Mev. I'm starting Jamal Murray because we all saw how amazing he played in the playoffs. Um, we haven't seen like Darren Fox or obviously John Murray. He's a now he's a sophomore year player. So yeah, I'm starting Jamal Murray. I'm benching. I mean, I just saw a recent debate on Darren Fox and John Morant, but I think for right now I'm gonna bench Darren Fox and cut John Morant. This is only because like. De'Aaron Fox played really good. His stats are obviously way better than John Morant, but that I'm just doing this for now. Like for now, I'm benching De'Aaron Fox and cutting John Morant. But who knows what's gonna happen this upcoming season? Hana, what do you think? I agree with you with starting Jamal Murray. Like, yeah, we haven't seen De'Aaron Fox or Jaw in the playoffs yet, but their regular seasons isn't enough to overtake Jamal's. Like he was probably equally as good as De'Aaron, or probably a little worse in the regular season last year. But his playoffs, he was insane. He was um, going head-to-head with Kawhi Leonard, um, all these players. He was scoring and just doing everything. Like He just went to a different level. I feel like he'll he's my most improved candidate player, too. I think he'll be a lot better this regular season. And I think, yeah, I'll start him over both of these guys. Yeah, we saw the controversy on Twitter. Um, this one man, I think his name is Amin Alisson or something like that, said that um, John Murray is who De'Aaron Fox thinks he is, which was hella disrespectful, like, like, if we're talking about right now, Darren Fox is better, so that statement made no sense. If we're going off last regular season, Darren Fox had a better season, but, you know, he's on the Kings. Not, not, not many people watch the Kings, so they're a little ing- ignorant about that one. Regardless, they're both really close. All three of them are really close, but I'll probably bench Darren Fox, too. What do you think, Brandon? I would actually start Darren Fox and bench Jamal Murray. Uh, I know he had his crazy bubble run, which was amazing, but... I feel like one thing that people have always kind of worried about him is consistency. So I feel like if he does this for one more season, then I feel like he would be better suited than De'Aaron Fox. I just really like the way De'Aaron Fox plays. Helps him a lot, even though it doesn't really contribute to winning, but he does a lot of the little things. I know a lot of people don't watch the Kings, but I just really like the way he like controls things. For Jamal Murray, He's sort of inconsistent shooting-wise, 
his playmaking and decision making, obviously that's gone a lot better than last year. And it's it's close. It's really close, especially after the um, playoff run. But I have to give the edge to Darren Fox slightly. Okay, can we go to the next one? The next one is a European big man edition. Who would you start bench and cut between Demontis Sabonis, Kristaps Porzingis, and Nikola Vucevic? I'm starting Demontis Sabonis, and I'm benching Nikola Vucevic. And I'm actually going to cut Porzingis due to his injury concerns. He's had a lot of injury problems. Haven't seen him play much. He's starting to get a reputation to become injury prone. And plus, I feel like Nikola Vucevic, he's a double-double machine. feel like he's a 20-10 and 10 guy. Does a lot of things well for the Magic Key. I feel like he's the glue to that team with Aaron Gordon and the rest of the guys. Yeah, and I feel like he's gotten a lot more recognition this season due to his play. And the Monster Sabonis, of course, made the all-star team for the first time this season. Him and TJ Warren, Oladipo. Okay, Mev, what do you think? I'm definitely cutting Chris Stapps to a guy I agree with Brandon. Like, he is very injury-prone. He's making himself known to be like that. I, although he did play well last season when he could play, I still would cut him because he's, like, unreliable. And it's hard between Vucevic and DeMontis. They both double-double machines. They can put up a double-double anytime they want. Both of them were key, like, reasons why both their teams made the playoffs. I mean, Vucevic more, he, like, he's the main player on the Magic. He brought them to the playoffs. I don't know who I would start. I think, I mean, DeMontis was an all-star. I probably would start DeMontis too. Bench Vucevic and cut Chris Tapps. Okay, so I don't necessarily disagree with you guys, but um, I think healthy Chris Tapps is better than both of these guys. And I don't think that's a hot take. Like, I think he is better than both of these guys. But, yeah, he's in, he's he's injury-prone. And, um... You can probably rely on the other two more. But yeah, you can rely on like Chris Tapps to hit. Like Offensively, I think he's better than both of these guys. He can uh, shoot. Um, uh, he can score on all three levels. And uh, um, he's launching, like, I think last season he, he was shooting like eight threes a game. And he was, all, he, was the, he was also another reason why, a big reason why the Mavs had an historical great offense. And he's also playing defense. He averaged like two blocks a game too. And when he's healthy, he's scary. Him and Luca are going to be a like a scary do in the f- in the future. So when healthy, I- I'll- I'd start Kristaps. I mean, healthy too. I probably would start Kristaps. But would you start him? Like, if we're basing this off next season, would you start him? Um. Well, if we're doing off next season, I think Kristaps is going to be missing games. So um, probably not. If all three are healthy, I'd start Kristaps. I'd bench Sabonis and I'd cut Vucevic because I think both of those players are better than Vuce- Vucevic now. Yeah, when healthy. I agree, Porzingis is the best out of the three. Okay, let's hear the next star bench cut. The next one is an MVP edition between the youngest MVP and Derrick Rose, the unanimous MVP and Steph Curry, or the triple-double average in Russell Westbrook. Okay, this is Matt, by the way. I think I would start 2016 MVP Curry, bench MVP Westbrook, and cut MVP Rose. I'm going to start Curry because... His season was unbelievable. Like something like that hasn't even been seen before. He averaged a historical thirty points per game on fifty, forty, ninety. He led the Warriors to seventy three nine record, and 
brought them very far in the playoffs. Disregard their 3-1, how they blew the 3-1 lead. Everyone thinks of that when they think of 2016 Warriors. But I think his MVP season is something we'll never see again, maybe. Um, bench Westbrook's MVP season because KD left. He Everyone thought they were going to suck. But then he, he averaged a triple-double, which everyone was shocked by. He brought them to like the 6C, which was also amazing. I don't think D-Rose could have done something like that. And yeah, I'm, I'm cutting D-Rose this season just because I think, I'm not going to say he didn't deserve it, but it was on the fence, you know. I, I, think, I don't think it was as, as amazing as Westbrook's or Curry's. What do you think, Brandon? I'm going to start unanimous Stephen Curry because of the way I feel like he changed the game with his three-point shooting and how team and analytics and all that view three-point shooting and I would bench Russell Westbrook obviously the storylines that season were Kevin Durant leaving and the Thunder wouldn't be that good of a team we would be a lottery team and in most of the triple doubles he got it translated to wins so they weren't necessarily empty stats and Considering the roster that he had, it's amazing to me how we ended up with the sixth seed. Considering 90% of the roster that was on that team isn't even in the league anymore. So I feel like Russ should be on the bench. And for Derrick Rose, I would have to cut him. Um, I know that Bulls team had a lot of injuries that season with Boozer and um, Joe King Noah. I know they led. He led them to the one seed that season, but there was a lot of controversy. A lot of people feel like LeBron should have won the award. Um, Some people feel like Dwight should have won the award. But I feel like Russ and Curry's MVP seasons were better. Yeah, I'm people, by the way. (laughs) Okay, anyways. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. Um, Curry's is, like, one of the greatest MVP seasons ever. So, like, that's what sets him apart from both of those. And Russ... I know a lot of people were trying. A lot of people think James Harden should have won that year, and I feel like he did have a case. But I definitely think Russ deserved the MVP. MVP, and he was amazing that season. One of the greatest like seasons I've seen with my eyes. Like one of my favorite to watch. Yeah, and Rose. Like I don't want to like. I want to like congratulate him too. Like um, the youngest MVP ever. If he never got injured, who knows what he could have been? You know. Okay, can we have the next one, please? And I think it's the last one too. Our final one is a legendary power forward debate. Who would you start bench and cut between Dirk, KG, and AD? Okay, this is Madman. I'm going to start this one off. Just having AD in the presence of the other two names is just preposterous right now. I wouldn't even... He's not nearly as good as either of them. And this people are saying on Twitter right now, AD is better than Tim Duncan. People are wilding, bro. I don't, I don't understand. But I would start Kevin Garnett. Because I think he has more complete player than all of these. I, I know most people would start Dirk. But I think he's a way better defender than both of them. I mean, not way, but he made multiple All-NBA teams. He won the Defensive Player of the Year once. He also, like, he has a title. He, he Yeah, Mav, Mav, I'd say he's a way better defender than um, yeah, but Dirk, that's for sure. Dirk, yeah, yeah. AD, though, is, like, he's way better, but, like, AD's amazing, too. But I think Kevin Garnett, like, if he was on another team, like, he definitely would have 
and didn't waste most of his career on the Timberwolves, he definitely would have been like more popular and more everyone would be like, yeah, Kevin Garnett, you know? Yeah, you could say maybe if KG was on an on a competent NBA franchise for most of his career, he would have been maybe greater than he is right now. I'd start Dirk because I think he had like the greater career, you know, because if you factor in like longevity, he was he was able to be like effective for a longer period of time. He's a better like playoff performer. He had like deeper postseason runs, and he was able to do it without having any all NBA te- all NBA players on his team. But yeah, I think they're both close. But I'm, I'm gonna side with Dirk on this one, and like bench, um, KG, and obviously cut AD. He has no business being in this. He's not even a top like eight power forward of all time. Maybe he's he's probably not even a top ten power forward off the top of my head. Like people think that just because he can like shoot, he's more skilled than Tim Duncan, which is like flabbergasting. Like if you say that, like please, you shouldn't be talking basketball. If you think he's a better um, player because if he can shoot, just, there's more to basketball than just shooting. What do you think, Brandon? I would start Dirk as well due to longevity and some of the things he's done in the playoffs. Uh, a lot of people think he had one of the best title runs of all time, beating the Lakers, the, the Thunder, and the Heat, obviously. Yeah. And I would bench Kevin Garnett as well cut AD obviously I'm not sure how this whole AD is better than Tim Duncan thing started anyway it shouldn't be a discussion and everyone on NBA Twitter who thinks Anthony Davis is better than Tim Duncan (laughs) need your basketball car removed (laughs) yeah I agree like facts Brandon well guys that wraps up our episode thank you guys for listening and Brandon what should be the secret word if you made it all the way through comment steven adams yeah we'd appreciate it too and um be sure to follow us on instagram and twitter at double tech pod and our special guest you guys should give him a follow too it's b scoby 13 thanks for coming on our pod today brandon thank you for having me follow me at hollywood mev and my twin at hana hoops and be sure to rate us five stars and follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast thank you